Welcome to Business Works. This is Hal Alpiar, along with Dr. Ken Wyant from Tennessee Tech University. Um, Ken is a, a professor of finance, and he has uh, lots of good experience in business, uh, working with others, and um, also from his days in the Air Force. So we're going to tap into that. Today, we wanted to talk with you about some interesting thoughts that we think apply to everyone who owns a business, operates a business, manages a business, or a professional practice, because it applies to us all. Actually, it applies to everyone everywhere, but particularly to to business people. And it is, uh, we're, we're kind of calling it uh, uh, the top seven conversation blunders, um, taking it from Greg Alcorn's book, The Seven Dumb Things We All Say. So we all do say it, so that certainly makes the application appropriate for business. And um, we're going to be talking about um, th these seven points, which are using bad bookends. We will explain that. Starting with wrong first words, not choosing your words well, Poor questions and bad listening, focus on me attitude, the wrong tone, and not diffusing or diffusing difficult drama. So, uh, Ken, you want to maybe get us started with a thought or two about this uh, little list? And um, well, I think we've all had experiences in conversation where it doesn't go the way we think it should. We don't get the results that we're trying to get when we're dealing with our uh, customers and uh, colleagues, uh, especially when we're trying to negotiate an outcome or, or uh, achieve a consensus of an outcome. Uh, we get off track. We, um, uh, we don't guide it well. We set the tone uh, in a different way than we would like it to be set. And I think that, uh, as you mentioned, your first one uh, is an area for all of us to work on. Uh, yeah, I might interrupt just to say also that um, you mentioned colleagues, but also employees, along with customers and colleagues. Um, the, the, dealing with employees and those around you every day requires a very careful tuning in to how you're coming across. So, Ken, if you'd continue with that thought, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I no, want to no, make I think sure we that, talked about uh, that. Uh, absolutely. That's uh, in, in some roles that we've all had as a supervisor. Uh, setting the tone for our employees is part of, of setting an example uh, for the employees as they deal with others. Uh, the bookends is an interesting uh, uh, title or category that deals with getting started and finishing, how we phrase it. Uh, the first few words that you say, and, and in that, uh, the way that you say it, how you say it, uh, saying the person's name that you're uh, speaking with, very important uh, in doing so. And not uh, just saying it itself, but how you say it. How you say I it. I can say, can, or I can say, can. 
<laughs> you know, and, or maybe your wife has a different way of saying it, but, I, but, um, you know, it does matter. The circumstances matter and you need to stop for a second and size that up and decide how it is that you think you're going to come across. It's worth the extra effort to think about that before you open your mouth. <laughs> the first words you say will be different in different circumstances. Ah, right. Uh, it's, uh, Sometimes you will answer the phone and and, uh, are expecting hello or, you know, expecting uh, an introductory phrase and someone's already on paragraph two of what they want to talk about in their first statement. Yes. And that uh, it just, it it changes the tone of the conversation. Um, uh, Part of that is understanding who you're uh, trying to understand who you're speaking with. Some folks are very uh, uh, to the point. Right. Spending a lot of time setting it up could be challenging. Well, and another part of that, just what you're saying, is to start out with the idea every time you pick up the phone that you are picking up someone else's impression of you and how they you come across to them, how they hear you, is going to set the stage for whatever it is that your purpose is in making that call in the first place. And that goes for the way you answer it as well, obviously. So if you are if you are feeling a little wired out or you've got too much going on, stop. When the, the phone can ring twice, you know, let it ring an extra ring and take a deep breath. And you will find that in the process of doing that, it slows down your mouth <laughs> and, and helps you say the right thing. So continue. This is good. Go ahead. The, um, I think that it's hard to give exact advice on what to say because how could say the same words that Ken says to say hello? Right. And they have a different impression because it's, uh, each of us expresses ourselves differently. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> and and we need to find uh, a way that is positive, and that we set up a tone uh, that moves us toward the purpose of what we're trying to talk about. Right. Right. But starting friendly always, no matter who it is, even if it's somebody you're ready to yell at, <laughs> take another deep breath. And remember that how you come across is going to be remembered, not just by that person, but others that that person speaks with. So, yeah, you, you know, it's, it, it is very important. And the more that you focus on it, the better. The, the bad, uh, the bookends lead into the next one is, is the starting words. What are those first words we should say? And how should we say it? And I think that would be uh, talking about that a little bit more would be uh, would be helpful as we um, go through this. Uh, so th- this also has to do with what words you choose to use. Yes. Um, and and I, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a quick break here, and uh, we will be right back. So don't go away because we're going to give you some good first words to think about. All right. Welcome back to Business Works. 
This is Hal, along with Ken, and we're talking about conversation blunders, the things that people do that not only sometimes cost them business, but um, can, can really kind of screw up relationships. And, and so it's a very critical thing about how you come across in conversation as well as on the phone. Um, of course, there is written communications as well, and I've seen some pretty bad text messages in my life. Um, but, but basically, we're talking about how you speak with others and, and what your tone of voice is and the words you use, um, how to use them. Ken, you were starting on this little list, and you want to come well, back I to that. I think that we're still at the beginning, and those first words in uh, uh, when you meet someone or when you introduce yourself to someone, how do you convey that? How, how do you set up that, that starting point that's a positive uh, opening? Uh, and, and that's one that we, if you're paying, if we, are working at it we pay attention to and we work at it all the time so uh, certainly uh, one of those first few words is you, is uh, the person's name the person that you are talking to and and excuse me when when you say that you can never go wrong by starting out with a smile because it helps that first couple of words to come out as friendly and no matter what your purpose in the call is it's that's the best approach to start with forgetting the first the introductory words and a, an acknowledgement or a uh, and and just ignoring those and getting directly into your point is abrupt and comes across as terse and abrupt and uh, impersonal and so i think that the but creating or getting a, a greeting that is sincere, positive, with the smile, and recognizes the person you're talking to, that, those ah, would be yeah, the goals. That's important. In fact, what we're looking at here, the, the whole idea, the first three words are critical. And, and the hint that we are giving is that one of those first three words should be the person's name. I mean, unless you don't know who it is, um, I, I make a habit of trying to ask people for their name, even if it's a um, a marketing, a telemarketing call. I, I just want to be able to say who the name of the person I'm speaking with. Um, and that's very important if you're on the listening end. So the first three words are really important. Right, Ken? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, uh, the name is an interesting piece. Some of us are naturals at remembering and knowing people's names. Others of us um, remembering names is work and keeping them there when you walk into a room and you haven't seen a person for a period of time, keeping those names, uh, for some folks is more difficult, but, and which means that that's an area to be working on, especially if you are grading, um, uh, repeat customers, people that you've worked with before, but don't see very often. And so working on that is, a, an, is an area of practice in and of itself. Right? Then once we've gotten started, setting the, using our words and being careful with how we talk about things. 
certainly the tone, being positive about things instead of just creating negative tones of what doesn't work. Uh, You can state challenges in ways that are more positive than others. You might might practice this, by the way, by asking someone to hear how you come across and ask them to tell you what the impression is they get. Uh, it's it's not you don't feel embarrassed about doing that you're you're working on your own self and it's a way to improve what you're doing and if you're running a a business you want to know these things so um don't, you don't want to lose a customer or a prospect or uh, uh, an impression just from the way that you answer the phone or the way that you start a conversation so, so starting keeping it positive, uh, something you want to know, how about, how do you come across? And I think that as far as choosing our words a little bit outside of um, this direct positive negative is re- setting up context. Uh, sometimes our minds are so much in um, a topic that we will start with the third third item on the list or the third sentence of a paragraph and forget to set up the context, assuming that the other party or parties will be uh, there with us. It's kind of like how you mentioned when texting. A lot of times in texting, we just put some key words and ignore the rest of the sentence. It doesn't work in conversation. We need to set up the context of what we're trying to talk about and whys and try to be... um, thorough and complete in, 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 in our description of what the issue is. And I think this comes back to the, the little note we've made for ourselves here. Ask good questions and really listen. This is the, uh, what's called the you have two ears and one mouth principle, according to uh, Greg Alcorn's book, The Seven Dumb Things We All Say. So, um, you know, that's a really important uh, point to remember that being a better listener is easier than you might think, but it's, you have to start out by committing to be a great listener and making an active choice to listen and then doing it. <laughs> it. We've been in meetings and we've all witnessed um, or had experiences where we see that the listening is not does not always take place. Um, the paying attention of what the other person has to say, giving it time, uh, I've, in some experiences, instead of listening, you, you have something you want to say and you start speaking before the other person's finished speaking over someone else. Um, that, that sets up a, 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 a challenging response the perception yeah the dynamic there is that you're focused on yourself so the focus on me attitude is the is the the fifth of the seven biggest blunders that we were talking about to have a me 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 attitude making it all about you as a turnoff for the person listening so uh, take the i and me statements out of your conversation put it in the word you is not a technique it's an attitude but we're going to take a break here right now and uh, come back to you don't go away because you want to find out about me and you and i and who should say what when don't go away welcome back to business works this is hal and ken we're talking about uh conversation blunders and what are the dumb things we all say 
and and how to get past that as a business owner, operator, manager, or practice, uh, development practice, uh, professional practice, you, you have to be very careful with the things you say, when you say them, how you say them. And it's a great idea to practice it. And even if you're an old pro at it, step back and reassess yourself or have someone help you with that. Talk with someone, ask them for feedback, what they think about how you come across. Maybe you think you're being a charmer and they think you're being a grump, you know, and you need to know that because these are the things that make business successful. Ken, you have... Well, uh, I think that uh, you, when we closed in the last uh, uh, segment, you're talking about focusing on um, me attitude as a blunder. Right. If you ever, and in writing, have you ever written an email or a communication, and then you start reading it and you see the word I or me five times in the first two sentences? Yes. It's kind of it's a signal that says, "Wow, that's um, how are we going to engage someone else?" Yeah, I, I have run them. business centers and, and uh, businesses for 30 years. I listen to millions of calls. I know what I'm talking about. We do the, ah, we, listen to that. What a difference all of a sudden. Um, instead of I, I, me, my, switch gears. Talk about you, yours, we. People don't care about what you have done. They care about what you're doing for them. They care about themselves. They care about what, they're stand, what they stand to get from the discussion. But they're not really interested in all uh, your, your, back, your past experiences, all the things that you've done and that you talk about yourself. So... That focus on me attitude uh, doesn't hold up, you know, unless you are focused on it with the view toward making it better. So the the sixth biggest blunder we've talked about is the is the wrong tone, the proper tone of voice. Uh, it's a lot easier when you're pleasant. <laughs> you don't have to be sing songy like this, but when you're pleasant and you sound genuine to someone, you have already overcome the biggest part of the problem, which is right from the outset. It's how someone hears you and what they think of the, the tone of voice you're using. The tone is so important. I have experienced uh, someone who used all the other blunders. But their tone was so sincere, open, and open, yeah, and sincere and relaxed that it worked. And then I came along and was careful and tried to say it in the proper words, but my tone was not open, and I ended up with a worse or a response that was not as good as the other. Uh, uh, participant, the other participant had that response. So the tone sometimes dominates other forms. 
Well, voice tone, is it's made up of the rate of that you speak, how fast you speak, the pitch of your uh, tone, and the volume that you use. And if you talk like this, you're not ever going to get heard or appreciated. So think tone and don't think drone because that doesn't get you anywhere. So the idea here um, is to be expressive of what you feel and what it is that you uh, want to accomplish with the particular discussion and and then proceed with a a friendly approach. It's really not hard to do that even when you're angry if you work at it a little bit. It it, it takes work. It takes uh, work to get your uh, for some of us it takes work to get us in that more positive um uh, way of expressing ourselves and look at what we're trying to accomplish instead of what's the problem. And, and, and if you start looking at what you want to end up with an accomplishment, your tone can follow that. And, uh, and by the way, the tone expands our thinking into the, the last of the seven steps, which is being a, a drama queen. <laughs> we all know about that. But it's the seventh biggest blunder is creating too much drama or letting drama escalate. Stressful conversations can be avoided by mastering the word selection, your listening skills, your questioning skills. Drama can be inevitable, uh, however, but most stressful situations can be diffused when you apply the three R's. Recognize, restate, and reassure what would you like to see happen when you ask others they will tell you ask them what would you like to see happen put the onus on the receiving end um do you have a final comment can you i think that 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 covers it I, i guess the last comment is we've all been in conversations where it's getting challenging and the drama is up there and someone starts talking and all of a sudden the drama and the tense tenseness goes away. They have that skill of restating or recognizing the issue and calming us and reassuring us. Thank you. So we are hoping that you will not make any blunders in phone calls and personal meetings and discussions and that you'll work hard at these seven points If you'd like more, uh, send a text message to Hal, H-A-L, at businessworks, with an S on the end, dot U-S. Thank you. Have a great week ahead.